Hi, I'm Jesse. We have one last devotion together in the Gospel of Matthew. I'm going to cover the whole final chapter in this devotion, but don't worry. This is partly why we're going to do an entire series next for three weeks on evangelism and how you can rightly apply this practically. If you're a Christian, you have a hard time sharing your faith, this is your moment. So don't worry, we're not going to scarf down this like five-star Michelin meal. Rather, we're going to read the whole text now, and it's going to come back a lot, especially verses 18 through 20, the Great Commission, the final words of the Gospel of Matthew. In the previous devotions, we've seen the death of Jesus, the burial of Jesus. We've seen the, we've seen the seal placed at the tomb. And now, chapter 28. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Quick pause right here. This is why we worship on Sunday mornings. It is after the Sabbath. This was Saturday. Now it's Sunday. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, that's the Mary of James and Joseph, went to view the tomb. They were just there. They watched it be sealed. They saw everything. There was a violent earthquake. This is another earthquake, right? because an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and approached the tomb. He rolled back the stone and was sitting on it. His appearance was like lightning. His clothing was as white as snow. The guards were so shaken by fear of him that they became like dead men. The angel told the women, don't be afraid because I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he has risen just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, I have told you. So departing quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, they ran to tell his disciples the news. Just then, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. They came up, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. <coughs> then Jesus told them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to leave for Galilee. They will see me there. This is incredible. Here's the resurrection. Jesus is alive. An angel tells them. Then they see Jesus. The two guards who were bribed, uh, who are bribed in the next uh, chapter, who they were posted there because of the events we covered in yesterday's devotion, verses 62 through 66, the final verses of chapter 27. They were posted there and they're going to get paid to lie. They actually saw the angel. They believe in the resurrection of Jesus, but they take the bribe anyway. Verse 11, as they were on their way, some of the guards came into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. After the priests had assembled with the elders and agreed on a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money and told them, say this, his disciples came during the night and stole him while we were sleeping. That was a death sentence, by the way. Agreeing to give this testimony meant that the governor could have them killed. So they make arrangements. Here's verse 14. If this reaches the governor's ears, we will deal with him and keep you out of trouble. They took the money and did as they were instructed, and this story has been spread among the Jewish people to this day. The theory of the body snatchers began in the Bible. It's accounted for here. Then, eleven disciples traveled to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had directed them. Okay, this uh, verse 16 refers to some of Jesus' final instructions to his disciples. Like He tells them where he's going to see them, where he's going to meet them. He knows that he's going to go with them to Galilee. All right. He has told them, 
leading up, uh, like uh, beginning from, from the Lord's Supper, he's told them exactly how it would all go down to meet them in Galilee. When they saw him, they worshiped, but some doubted. Look at that. Even looking at the resurrected Jesus, some of the disciples doubted. Don't tell me that you'll believe in God if he just works a miracle for you. Because historically, that doesn't always work. Even Jesus' own disciples who saw all of his miracles and saw the resurrected Jesus still struggled. Jesus came near and said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. And that is the end of the Gospel of Matthew. That is the Great Commission. This whole Gospel ends with the resurrection of Jesus. The book of Acts tells you what happens after that. This is phenomenal. This text is true. When you believe that, it changes everything. This is your reason for living. This is the purpose for your life. This is what you have to do. If you're looking for a higher calling in an adventure, you're not going to find it in video games and in fiction. You're going to find it in the real live commissioning that we have inherited. He says this to all nations, and here we are, a nation that didn't even exist at that time, on the other side of the world from where this took place. Here we are, inheriting this mantle, and it's our turn. This is the greatest calling. This is the engine that drives the church. Making disciples of all nations. That happens in the context of one-on-one -on -one relationships and it's facilitated by the church. This is why we have small groups. Teaching them to obey everything you've com uh, he's commanded. That's why we've written this series. That's why we're going through every book of the Bible because that's what Jesus said to do. That's why the pastorate exists so that I can teach you what God said, everything that he said. I believe that Every church needs to be expository to teach everything God's commanded because Jesus said to in red right here. That's why we do what we do. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If you need to be baptized and you live near us, tell us at redemptionwashington.com, sign up for baptism, and we'll baptize you because Jesus told us to. It's an act of obedience. He said that he is with us always even to the very end of the age. This is why you're a plumber. This is why you're a software technician. This is why you're a realtor. This is why you're a pastor. This is why you're a Christian. This is why you do what you do. This is why you're a stay-at-home mom. Those disciples that you're making, they live with you. This is why you live where you live when you live there. All of our lives hinge upon this. There is no higher calling in this life than what Jesus told us to do, make disciples. So Jesse, how? Well. Tune in for our next series.